Our opening prayers come with responses. Let us pray. Come and celebrate our common home. We gather with the family of humanity, with the mountains, islands, and deserts. We honor the glory of God in creation. With the lakes, rivers, and seas, we come to the source of the living water. With the land, its soil, seeds, and sustenance, we give thanks for God's generous provision. With the forests of great trees, the lungs of the planet, we will sing with joy and clap our hands. We join with the whole of creation, inspired by those who have gone before and the prophetic voices of today. We dare to praise and pray for another possible world, to the glory of God. Amen. Thank you, Angus. And Angus is our Commitment for Life uh, representative here at Trinity and Commitment for Life uh, partners with Christian Aid working across the world. Our focus is Israel and Palestine now, but um, Christian Aid's work is in so many places of need. And this year, we're focusing on Kenya and particularly the effect of climate change, the climate crisis on that nation. We have this young man called Onesmus, a teenager, 15-year-old, and for many years he had to go and fetch water from miles away. It would take him hours and it would take away a lot of his schooling time. But now since a dam has been built uh, near his village, the walk to fetch water is much shorter and he can attend school and he's doing well and he hopes to become a teacher himself. And his nephew, young Michael Jr., is learning how to uh, grow saplings and to plant them and to nurture them. Without water, that would not be possible. Without that dam and that water that it supplies, that village would be in great trouble. I do believe that planting a tree is a sign of great hope. And a young person, particularly a child, planting a tree is a sign that we can carry with us that the world can be renewed. These amazing life forms that give us life on this planet. Without the trees, we would be in big trouble. And Christian Aid wants us to think about our connection with creation and our care for it and the terrible effects of climate change, the climate emergency, particularly on the poorest nations of our world. Those nearer the, the equator are suffering the most 
we in the developing world, developed world are producing most of the carbon, but it's the poorest who are suffering the most of that erratic climate. Months and months without rain. And so these kind of water projects are all the more important. Another young person from another nation gives her voice and her name is Glory. We have a picture, I think, next, and Linda is going to read her words to us. And then after that, we'll hear from the, the book of Micah, the great prophet, as he speaks. I am 19-year-old Glory from the Philippines. I live on a small island of Tabigon, Carles, with my family. It's beautiful and peaceful, with fresh air, coral reefs and fresh seafood. But it's changing. Living on an island is very challenging. I really feel the impact of climate change. My message for the world is that we must act on the crisis of climate change. We need to be responsible. We should be con concerned on protecting our surroundings because this has been created for us. We have the wisdom to know what is right and what is wrong. Now let's listen for, to the prophet, uh, prophet Micah, great words of, of challenge as God asks us, pleads with us to change our ways. From Micah 6, verses 1 to 9. Listen, my people, I need to talk with you. I have questions. I need answers. I have cared for you. I rescued you from slavery. I gave you wise leaders, both women and men. You need to remember the stories of who I am and what I have done. Listen, my people, I am talking to those of you who live in the countryside. I am questioning those of you who live in the cities and towns. How have I wearied you? Speak, the mountains are listening to you. The earth is waiting to hear your voice. What can I do? What can I bring to God? What does God want of me? What will keep God happy? What will keep God off my back? Would God be impressed with barrels and barrels of olive oil? Would God be satisfied with thousands of animals from my flocks? Perhaps my riches are not enough. Should I offer to God the life of my precious firstborn child? Listen, mortal. Listen to what God says. Look carefully at how God acts. Remember the stories of what God has done. God has shown you clearly what is bad and what is good. You are here to do justice, to act fairly, to do justice in the home and in the street and in the marketplace. Do justice in your community. Work with others to do justice globally. Do justice with strangers and friends and family alike. You are to love kindness. You are to be generous. You are to share your resources and share them with a smile. You are to care for those in need. You are to walk humbly with God. No pretense, no bluster. 
You are to walk wisely and purposefully. You are to pray and wonder. You are to respect the earth. You are to experience and learn who God is and what God is about. Listen up, mortal. God has told you what to do, so do it. Do justice. Love kindness. Walk humbly with your God. Thanks be to God. Wonderful uh, unpacking of those verses from the book of Micah and ending with that very famous demand of God, simple command, do justice, love kindness, walk humbly with your God. And those three principles can guide us today. But of course we often go our own way instead. And so we're going to use a prayer of confession, words uh, on your service sheet, and I think they're up, up as well. We'll share in the words in bold print on your service sheet. Let us pray. God, you know us. You know that we can be loving and kind, and you know that sometimes we get things wrong. We are sorry for the times we hurt other people, forget to listen to you, and do not take care of your world. God, forgive us. Jesus, bless us. God's Spirit, help us to grow in love to do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with you, our loving God. Amen. And then in a sense, Jesus focuses that, those three principles down to the simple command to love, to love each other. And I think today we are recognising that, lo that love stretches beyond the church family, beyond the human family, to creation itself as part of our love for God. And David Reynolds from Corzen recorded this reading, so we'll listen to John's Gospel. It's John from John chapter 15, and we'll... The reading yeah, this morning no. is from the 15th chapter of John's Gospel and is headed, The Command to Love. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. 
I no longer call you servants, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learnt from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you, so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last, and so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will give you. And this is my command, love each other. Thanks be to God for his word. Amen. Love each other. So simple and yet so challenging too.